Software and cloud stocks have been all the rage for some time now, but the focus on talent over this past week on earnings puts the company in a new light and perspective on a big breakout on the stock. We have the chief executive officer back with us, Crystal Bimont. Great to have you back here, Crystal. Thanks for joining us. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. So, Crystal, your company has fallen over into our overlooked stock category before the block we just talked about, but we might have to change that name. You guys, shares are really ripping after this earnings. There's a ton of upgrades on the street right now. Now, the sales came ahead of expectations. Earnings look better than the estimate as well. What's the big selling point here that you think has got people so riled up? Well, we're really pleased with the year, uh, and I have to give uh, credit to the entire talent team and our partners. You know, we have, uh, we've been the enabler really for customers who are moving to the cloud. We've seen a lot of new cloud customers, uh, 2000 uh, in fact, bringing our cloud customer base to 4200, just a little over. And um, between the new cloud business and expansion in the cloud, we really see digital transformation is no longer an opportunity. It's really a necessity now for companies. So um, we're the enabler and, and we're benefiting from that for sure. Now, specifically, your services are about data integration, right? It's about businesses that have tons of information, tons of inputs they have to figure out how to put them into a way they can consume and use efficiently. Is there something that's been going on that has made your services even more in demand right now? I mean, of course, we know that a lot of businesses have been shifting towards cloud functionality, given that folks are away from home, but that's been going on for like a year. So what over this past quarter changed? Well, you know, I think there's really momentum that's been gathering on two fronts. First of all, you look at customers, uh, like we brought into the family, the talent family, like Wafed Bank. This is a 103-year-old bank that's really looking to re-instrument their, their company, show up for their customers. You know, really, you think about what's happened this last year with COVID, it's really shown a light on what is required, which is you have to be able to meet your customers where they're at. And in the case of Wafed Bank, you know, they're really looking at how they take the information, the telemetry of data that they have about their customers and bring new services to them. So we're excited to help partner with uh, customers like Wafed and, and many others. And we think that this is an opportunity for people to really reinvent themselves and stay ahead of things that happen like we saw with COVID. So we see this as a big trend that's gonna keep going. Crystal, thinking about the process with which a company builds its business into the cloud in a situation like we've been through over the past year. Please absolutely yeah. correct me if I describe this in any way wrong, but is the product suite from talent and the services something that might be like a second step once a business gets a server associated and puts their information in this server, say a cloud server? I mean, you're not providing the cloud server, right? You're providing a system to help them take all the information once they're getting it as an input for their process. That's right, I think the best way to think about it is there's a lot of uh, conversation going on about how cloud, mod the modernization of even data warehouses is making it really easy and cost efficient and effective for organizations to think about moving these processes and their, their data to the cloud so that's less for them to have to manage and, and to oversee. That's a really good opportunity and one that's necessary now for companies more than ever. 
you think of us as the pipes that uh, take it from their organization or multiple sources and help them run their business as well as use it to really report on. And so I'd say that's the first thing that we do. The, the other trend that you're seeing is that it's not just about moving a lot of data. I actually think that could be more problematic than it could be good. It's about moving quality data. So really where we see ourselves as sitting in the, the leg of helping people move the data so that it can be useful to them. But then we, we put a, you know, the first industry uh, data help score in place to say, how do you measure it? to make sure it's good data. And mm. that's something that's really important beyond just moving it. So you're helping business actually figure out, okay, what doesn't need to be uploaded to the cloud? What doesn't need to be brought along? You know, that's old legacy information that, you know, we have elsewhere, you know, repeats, excess. Is this about storage space that they can save? It's really about making sure that so what, what companies really want to do is they want to make sure that they make good business decisions. They want to make sure that when they're using the information to either run their, their systems and their processes or to use it to analyze where they should invest, how they work with their customers, that when they're looking at it, they have a barometer and, and a standard by which they can measure the quality of that data and have the tools then to, if, if needed, correct that data because there's nothing worse than you could have. It's just a bunch of data that you don't know the quality of it and therefore making bad decisions. So we really put an extra layer of what we would call elevated data quality into the data health and making sure that they have visibility to it and they understand why it's healthy or not healthy. It's the first time really any company around the world has done that. We think it's um, it's not just a trend, it's something that people look back and say, I can't believe we ever operated without it. We're looking at the top line revenue growth, another quarter double digits, so just under 20%. The free cash flow and the operating loss is still, I guess, maybe the one hang up investors might have on this mm -hmm. crystal. I'd like you to address that in terms of either timeline or whether or not we should expect that to extend. I know at certain times investors are fine with a company like yours not generating positive cash flow or earnings, but should we expect that number to get more negative or more positive over the next year? Yeah, it's a really good question and certainly it's something we focus on. I think the number one thing is, you know, we expect that cloud, which is is the number one indicator of our growth and potential, will become the largest part of our business over the next year. And that's what we, we would expect to have happen and it's driven by the new customer acquisition and expansion. And when we look at um, investing in that business, we'll continue to do that. But what we are focused on also, to your point, is sales efficiencies and making sure that we really line up to meet the needs of our customers, but do that very efficiently. And so you'll really start to see that number um, improve over time. And you know, we think that we'll have a material impact on our customer acquisition costs and, and our efficiencies to actually go acquire that business. And Crystal, the last point there to that point about the customer acquisition costs, mm -hmm. where do you get most of your customers right now? Is it through direct sales efforts or is it when they sign up for Microsoft or Google as their cloud provider, you're there as another service uh, that's listed? I mean, do you have to pay for that? And where are those costs coming from to acquire customers? Well, we have, uh, certainly we have a great partner ecosystem. You, you mentioned um, a few here, you know, we have our, our partners with Amazon, with Microsoft. You, what we highlighted in our earnings call is with Snowflake, which we see is that cloud uh, data warehouse modernization that's really taking place. And you know, we see the organization uh, with Snowflake and our partnership as being strategic and bringing unique value to our joint customer base of which we had, you know, we grew 3X in terms of our partnership 
partnership this year. So look, there's a, there's a big move that's happening and we see combined with the value that we can bring that there's opportunity for us to join forces with um, our partners in the ecosystem. Okay, uh, Crystal, thanks as always uh, for the update here on the business. Thanks, I appreciate me. it. Thanks, Oliver. Thanks a lot. Crystal Bimont, CEO at Town.